Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's get hammered. What is going on, people? This is fucking Point Hammered. This is this one hammered fifty one one fifty one uh huh isn't it McCarty one fifty one is that a thing uh, is there one fifty one I have a vague else? recollection of that yeah is that is that a tequila I don't yeah, know I'm, I don't I'm out of the booze game yeah. these days I had too many well. years of headaches and <laughs> nausea <laughs> just general ill feeling but what's mm-hmm. today the eighteenth of January we got PACA coming up oh, here yeah it's looming. It's not on the horizon. Not even ten days. Huh? You can see the glow. There's already a glow <laughs> over the horizon. Packs coming through, forming just to the east of us here. Yeah, the last, last holiday, <laughs> in the holiday season <laughs> coming up. The one can, everybody really looks forward take to. Take down your decorations after next weekend. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck you been up to, buddy? Yeah, been plugging away solid on some pack of projects. Got the Ooh. terrain, getting my gear set up for. A, a couple more Fury Road runs. Mm. Bears replacing some of the Immortan, Immortan Raj kit that we gave away last year. Yeah. The breastplate, the dick piece, cod piece, yeah. dick piece, <laughs> and then the mask. So he, he's he got the whole setup to make that breastplate, so he fired off another one of those. Mm. And then he made a cod piece out of the laser cutter, so it's not as impressive. Yeah. Uh, but... And we'll be uh, running the Fury Road again, kind nice. of revamped. Got some nice little uh, tools for everybody to play with. Got uh, Infinity Games Day in this last weekend here. Mm. It's a good times. Got a game against J-Jack. He's always he's a pretty crafty fella oh, yeah. when it comes to it. It's a pretty, pretty close game. He's a good I teacher. Always, um, underestimate T.O. camo. Yeah. There's like regular camo, which usually just power through and ignore it you know yeah. you're like a little worse to hit him yeah but not that much worse but to camo is like twice as bad is and that the like minus six one yeah it's the minus six i don't play a lot of people that have it <laughs> so i kind of just don't put it into my calculations yeah and um he's got a to camo dude with uh, this missile launcher <laughs> so he kind of hides you with uh, to camo you can go on hidden deployment so you don't even have to put him on the board mm. just make a note or snap a picture with your cell phone <laughs> of, of where he is and uh, <laughs> so then when you move around then he just like kind of decloaks like the predator and starts lobbing missiles at you <laughs> you just hear that <laughs> and you fucking feel the pain yeah well then my mistake though is like he really pissed me off because he killed one of my dudes <laughs> so then i went after him and all my attempts failed horribly mm. but uh Started following the uh, objectives actually after that, <laughs> and managed to win that way. But uh, yeah, it was nice playing. I had all my uh, pack infinity terrain kind of laid out, sure, five tables worth oh, nice. to kind of see, you know, the density and what stuff I needed more of and what I needed could kind of take it easy on. So there was some stuff, you know, I built like way too many of them. Yeah, so <laughs> it should be a pretty reasonable amount of work going in this last stretch here there's always a shit ton to get done but most of it's assembled a lot of out of, out of foam it's basically all made from scratch yeah and um so i just got to paint most of it this weekend the tough part will be i still have a couple infinity models 
uh. to paint for <laughs> while I'm assembling. You know, I have the the paint challenge. I'm is basically expiring at PACA, and um, if I do another challenge, I'm definitely going to have it not coincide with PACA. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good it, idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had our Gorkamorka stuff in previous years. I should have learned like painting actual models is really tough <laughs> when you have all that other prep work to do. So should be able to got a few days off work already lined up here. So I got to paint mm-hmm. my Joan of Arc, a bot, and then like a war core reporter. So three models, but two cool. of them are pretty much half done. So presumably they should be complete. I'm assembling the big Mirus miniatures, Uthul, the tentacle beast guy. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's kind of interesting. Fits together really well oh, in nice. some spots. Um, like, there's no. It's kind of weird because there's like, it's like some kind of resiny, plasticky stuff. Yeah. And like, it looks like there's like little tabs to stick everything in, but it's just a flash, so you got to cut it off. So then, like, there's the, you got this big tentacle, and there's no like little hole to stick it in. <laughs> and I'm trying to spend as little time as possible on it. So I've just been gluing it. I haven't bothered with drilling and stuff like that yeah you gotta wear a mask yeah yeah it's a big fucking hassle mm. so um i just been gluing by like the little tentacles they fit like perfectly into their little slots sure and stuff like that so even That's though i'm good. just gluing it and it's a big model it's, i think it should be fine it's so light that um i should be able to get away with without pinning it yeah but i'm about halfway done with those tentacles Mm. I probably did like five or six, five or six to go. You know, you only do one at a time. So every day I do one. Yeah. And then when it's done, I'll just basically just hit it with the airbrush. I'm going to try to do the my demon colors on it and kind of see how quick the demons could have gone if I was using an airbrush. Sure. Um, and then just base coat the plates. So that one will just be a three-color min job as well. Yeah. But, yeah, coming down to the final fucking stretch here oh well good i think it's good progress at least yeah what have you been up to well if you follow the blog or if you follow me on twitter lunchtime painting's been going on yeah you'll see that i finished up all the infinity shit i had to do for paca so i got a full fucking painted forest i made a nice little display board yeah got to do some over the top nice little freehand stuff on there with my name on it yeah how long did it take you to do which part uh graffiti oh probably well, I did it once and fucked it up. I didn't like it, so it's then I start over. So if you don't count that, probably an hour, and uh, ha- hour and a half we'll count that. to two hours for what I hour and a half to two hours. But if you count the the fuck up, you could probably throw another hour on. Mm-hmm. Really didn't take that long. I just looked yeah. up some graffiti fonts on the internet and then just try to match them. Yeah. And then the coloring, I just went. I just did something to match the models. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Was pretty fun though. It's nice just to do something because at that point everything was done except that. So I had all the time in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah, it was fun. I, to I do would it love too. to graffiti up some of my terrain. Yeah. It's kind of shitty, but like that kind of not that not for that time. Yeah, if you could find little templates, you know, you almost might be better. They make uh, nowadays they make vinyl cutters that you can just hook up to your computer and they'll cut vinyl to any shape you want mm, so you just make little stickers that look like graffiti shaped lettering um yeah i'll have to try that and see how they <laughs> if they look like stickers or if they look yeah you yeah, you, you might have to go I'd be back more and do something to interested them. in doing pat yeah doing yeah. some patterns but sure even then like graffiti is all you know it's like one it's one thing yeah you don't want to have 10 identical pieces yeah. of graffiti yeah 
Yeah. Going on, so. You could probably make it in Photoshop or GIMP and then shrink it down, print it off, mm-hmm. cut it out, and kind of glue it on. But I don't know if it would look like posters or if it would look like... Yeah, see, I already have posters, and yeah, like you can tell it, it's glued on paper. Yeah. Know? So you know, if it's a poster, that's perfectly acceptable. I putzed around with, with that idea for my name, just adding some posters to some of the buildings. But make it look like a ransom note? <laughs> I didn't. In the <laughs> so, end, it didn't seem to flow well, and I didn't want to clutter the whole thing up with a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. And to look more like it's been bombed out and burned to shit, so nothing really survived. Mm-hmm. Except for the graffiti on one side, <laughs> <laughs> one barricade, but it all came together really awesome. I'm super happy with it all, so um, I got a lot of real positive feedback on it too. So mm-hmm. that was a real fun project. It, I finished my first Infinity model January 16th of 2016, mm. so it was pretty much a year of just working on Infinity. Like one a month. 12, I did 14 models, models 14. plus the base. And but I have three or four others built and primed and based and everything just ready for Not paint. An inconsiderable effort in its <laughs> own right. So that that's a year's effort. All I other than that, all I really did was I sculpted on a couple models, but you know that was minimal time relative to the painting. So that was a year <laughs> of infinity painting mm-hmm. for me. So yeah, not too. So what did I say? So I pretty much my infinity stuff wasn't painted at Paca. Or it must have been three, three. I think it was base coated at PACA last year. Yeah. So I finished that, which is probably like 12 or 14 models similar. Yeah. I did do like 50 or 60 Saga models mm. and then three colored, all these chaos dwarves. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it wasn't super fun, but I'm kind of stoked to really drill down on those in the upcoming year. So I probably, that's pretty much it. Discounting yeah. the, Substantial terrain efforts. <laughs> um, yeah, probably not too many. Maybe like 90, 90 to 100 models total. Over the year? Whew. To my 14. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Whatever I, you're, whatever I you're happy with. Yeah. Really good time with it, and I'm really happy with the results. So I don't, I don't even. Plus, it was nice just to not be rushed. Just yeah, well, you didn't really do event. No, nah, I did it was zero. Holy Wars this year. Or that was that it's all blurring. I did, I haven't gone to an event. Uh, fuck, I couldn't tell you when the last. It might have been PACA like last yeah, year. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I was at Acon. Oh yeah, that there was, was that, good. but I didn't do anything there. Mm-hmm. What else? Like in terms of gaming at an event, it was PACA. Mm-hmm. And then this year, like it's going to be kind of the same. Well, no, this year yeah, I'm not trying. Have any, uh, any big plans? So yeah, after I finished that, I fucking knuckled knuckled up and worked on these AOS lists for PACA and for Holy Wars. So, I don't know. At first, you, like, you have no fucking idea how to even yeah. make a list at this point. But if you use scrollbuilder.com, that's the way lists are done now. Enough. Yeah, you can just select your army. You free you select your force, like you want destruction or you want order. And then you select your army under that, and then you can just add units. And it'll tell you if you have enough battle line, And for the most part. Like, it's not 100% accurate because... Some units are battle line only if you have certain allegiances, which trying to figure all that shit out, you're like, what? Yeah, and then there's the like battalions or whatever. Yeah. That you want to, I think you a lot of the power those. is in those battalions, it seems like. I don't, really you can, don't and you can add that, those. But. I still don't fully understand that. Like, because in a book, it'll say, this is a specific type of force, and this is what it includes, and it'll list like six units. So I guess if you're going to use that fucking specific army 
you can only use those units. You could just make them as big as you need to to fill out your points. Mm, I'm not, not sure about that, I would ask. Yeah. I think that can just be as long as you include those as part of your larger force, you like meet the criteria. Ah, okay. But yeah that's just my guess <laughs> i assumed you just had to use what it said and you can make you could build them up as big as you wanted but again i fucking don't know so but my goal for this that year would then, make sense because you're getting a benefit but you're restricting yourself right so it wouldn't so you can't be, still add all the filth in there right <laughs> yeah depending how many points or whatever you might not have a, a lot left anyways so for this year between not really so much paca because paca i'm only doing the random teams tournament for aos um but for holy wars one of my big goals i'm sure i'll do complete shit because i'm still really restricted by the models i have so i'm gonna go i'm gonna play but i'm just gonna try and fill out aos real well and decide what i want to do i have some i could do a thunder tusk or a stone horn sounds like those are pretty powerful in the game i can flesh out the bull ogres more if it seems worthwhile Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I'm hoping to get a lot of insight and play a bunch of games and get a real feel for it. And uh, hopefully it's fun. Hopefully it's not just cheese dickery and bullshit, in which case I'm going to be really turned off to it. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I've been following the progress on the tables that they're going to have, and they just look fucking pretty epic. So. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, and I think the number one thing I miss about it is the bro time anyway, so that'll be there for sure. Me and Domus are rooming together. Oh, nice. So, Excellent. <laughs> there'll be lots of slippery butt sex. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That's my goal for early 2017 in terms of AOS. And then from there, if I can flesh out these fucking bull ogres more, make them more effective, maybe they'll be effective. I have no fucking idea. But maybe not. I'm pretty well, sure. I think base ogres were good. Yeah. But I don't know about until all the other they're, bullshit came out. No, they, with the before the points came in. Ah, sure. So maybe can't take as many, but... It kind of worked out perfect because you need 2,500 points for Holy Wars, of which 2,000 is deployable, and I had just enough shit to make 2,500 points. So mm-hmm. like just what I had painted. So it all kind of works out to where... 8th edition was is what that ah. comes down to and I you know I could still fluff it up a bit I still have a couple options I can take I just cut the saber tusk they seem pretty worthless at this point and then I'm debating I'm you know I could put it together a pack of like 10 of those fuckers see if that's effective but we'll have to see so yeah I want to get a feel for AOS see if I want to expand see if I want to jump in and do like a small Orctonian force which I think at this point I would just call them orcs maybe Iron Jaws, and work towards some mounted, all-mounted orc force with a Bretonian theme mm-hmm. rather than a Bretonian army with an orc theme. <laughs> options options there, man. The Bretonians you haven't heard a peep about, and the, <laughs> the book is stale, and that, yeah. the orcs get new releases, and they got even bigger boars now, so I could do some even bigger Borktonians. Yeah. <laughs> what are those critters that they're riding? Yeah. I don't really like the Maw Crusher. I think it's absurd, but I could come up with some kind of cool Bretonian-themed alternative. Mm-hmm. So between like the Mirsha models and maybe a huge griffin or something. So if I went that route, I think there'd be some real cool options. So, But we'll see where it goes. And then in the meantime, I've just been finishing up old projects. I've finished sculpting the Orctonian Lord yesterday. i got to m- make a proper base for him still, but he's still on a rectangular cav cavalry base 20 yeah. 23.5 by 50 <laughs> millimeter base yeah he's still on that thing so i'm i just have some drop-in bases still from tc wayne so i'll just drop him in one of those which will be oversized but who's a fuck and then 
I broke out the Wraith Lord I started painting a decade ago. <laughs> Painted the arm on it. It was actually really fucking fun to do it. So I'm looking really looking forward to finishing that guy. Then I fucked around getting the um, his some other parts of him mm-hmm. ready for paint. So you sure can like, catapult. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done that yet. Those are the shoulder equipment. So uh-huh. We'll see where that goes. And then I built the Autark and base coated the Autark, which is the Eldar Lord. So another thing I'm considering here is. And I'm gonna talk to people at Pack about it. Is see how like a, I think they call them kill teams in 40k, like a small, mm-hmm. maybe 500 point force or something. So I'm waiting for the Adepticon rules to go up for that. Because I think what I'll do is pull down the Acon rules, and maybe I'll get involved mm-hmm. in a kill team thing at Acon next year. So that could yeah. be a cool focus too. Uh, and I'll have some real cool models on. The only part about the Eldar that really turns me off is I fucking hate the Guardian models. They're like oh, the same 25 years old. For- yeah. They're just like stale and boring, and that's what's always prevented they're me from only actually about doing the 15 army. years old. Yeah. They're fucking old and they're gross. They were pretty cool when they came out, man. Uh, were they? <laughs> I don't know. So I got to find some yeah, kind yeah. of alternative there. Yeah, you might not even need them, depending on what listens to that, I'm sure. It's unbound, dude. Just take what you want, man. <laughs> I, uh, I did notice I could take a Minotaur Force for AOS. I putzed around with that. Oh, cool! You could just take a mm-hmm. a Minotaur Lord and a fuck ton of Minotaur, and it's like a it's a it's a little factiony thing. Gorbels. Yeah, but I I didn't want to go that route. The ogres seem more versatile. So, but that's another thing I might play around with too, depending on how it goes. So either way, I'm kind of stoked for all the bullshit I got. So coming many up options, here. John. So and many options, my man. I tried to do a little bit of painting and some sculpting every single day. So now that the Orctonian Lord's done, I think I'm going to break out that Stonehorn I started to convert up for the Bullogre <laughs> Army and get back to that because that'll be a fun project too. So mm-hmm. just wrap up some of these things and then, yeah, that's that's it's. Is he going to get a gun on his back? I remember. Is that the the bull one? Oh, no, that was the second separate. Iron Blaster. Okay. So uh, I'm going to have to alter that into something else, I think. <laughs> so I'll just look at what the list has and just fucking make something else out of it and call it something else. Because maybe it could be a Gorgon or maybe uh, it could be who fucking knows. But What is that model? Like, where where is it from? It's where a Forge it? World Bull Taurus, mm-hmm. some kind of great Taurus. I think it's – I bought on eBay and – I think it's a Chinese knockoff yeah, is what most, I think. Because I, I end up I end up buying like eight of the Bull Centaur and then that fucking big bastard from some dude. But they showed up in Chinese packaging and nothing was the Forge World, so I was a little miffed about that, but I guess I guess it was fucking half the price, so I yeah. guess that should have but the quality yeah. was great. Like I didn't have any issues with the quality yeah. of the sculpts or anything. It might be the same factory. So, but had I known I wouldn't have bought it, you know, so there is that. But. Yeah, it might be the same factory, <laughs> cranking out the same shit, just fucking After selling it under the table. Yeah. Some bro knew that some dumbass fucking white boy in America <laughs> would pay a good mm-hmm. bucks for that. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that's so watch yourself if you're on eBay. I don't know. Maybe they've cracked down on that, too. You'd think they'd be all over that shit. But. I don't think there's any way to enforce anything. Yeah, because you could be like, this is used. I bought it. Whatever. You got to take it up with the Chinese government, John. <laughs> what do we got for an email of the week, buddy? I don't know. Why don't you check the inbox and see if there's an email? I've been having some back and forth with James Stag ah, out in Hawaii. Got, got the hookup. So, yeah, he's going to take us out when we're out there. Uh, in, we fucking fly out on the 1st. 
Today's the 18th. <laughs> First of February? Yeah. So when does PACA end? Is it like Monday after PACA or Tuesday? Out, we fly out Wednesday. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy fucking... And then when we come back, I got like three or four days, and then it's Holy Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like fucking snap, snap, motherfucker. Yeah, cool. So, so yeah, that that's the... That's the only real email. He's fucking taking care of me out there. He's going to take us up the mountain. Yeah. He says it's bad business if, if we get pregnant before then because yeah. low oxygen's bad for bad developing for the, uh, feti. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if that happens, he said, I'll just take us out to dinner somewhere cool in Hilo. I'm already oh, yeah. looking forward to that, so that'd be nice. Excellent. Yeah. It's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. He'll treat you right. <laughs> before the end of that, your beak will be sopping wet. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i like my 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 lower beak or my upper beak <laughs> i'll be all beaks bob my man <laughs> so uh what do we got for event of the week dude fucking what back of dudes coming up man <laughs> what uh, yeah what events are you in any events yeah i signed up for the its on saturday yeah so we'll see see how that goes Last year, I didn't sign up for anything, but I, w- I spent the whole time just working, um, preparing stuff. Like, I was still working on the narrative sure. at PACA. I was still doing, like, Fury Road stuff at PACA, trying to get everything ready. So, like, last year, everything I did was just, like, by the skin of my teeth. Like, just barely got it all done because I was doing shit, like, on site. So, that's why I kind of delegated a lot more stuff this year and yeah. kind of tried to consciously try to curtail my involvement and try to keep it to a reasonable level um but still you you always want to shoot a little higher than uh, <laughs> what you think you're capable of but uh yeah i'm signed up for the saturday its friday i just have open so i'm hoping i get everything done done in time but we'll see i might have to bail at the last second yeah, if I still need to prep yeah. for for other stuff. But yeah, I'm gonna see see how it goes. See see if I can uh, do that. I might there's like a control freak level of staff <laughs> yeah, where, where like you wanna be available. <laughs> but for the most part, most of these TOs have done it last year too. Sure. Yeah, you know, we don't have a lot of new people stepping up and most people have all done it before, so Hopefully, it should be pretty pretty simple. I'm sure there'll be some scrambling in the mornings because we'll have to move tables around for the different tournaments and stuff like that. But sure. should should hopefully go go well. All right. It's sweet. all it's all planned. It's nothing I can do now. <laughs> I'm gonna bring my old school magic. So if anybody wants to hit some old school magic yeah, games, yeah, sure. Anything pre ninety five, ninety six ish, hit me up. Yeah, it should be interesting. There's a lot of signups, like right at 130, but I don't have full lists of what everybody's in. Like I had some tentative lists, yeah. like in October, November, and um, seems like a lot of people are just in it for a day or two. Yeah, or they're not signed up for anything at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to see. You know, I was concerned about the halls being overly full. Yeah, but as we're putting the tables together and looking at the actual people playing and stuff. I think we should be fine because mm-hmm. there'll be the downstairs room, which is nice and big upstairs room. And then there's a huge, huge pool area, which will be a nice place to hang out. There's the bar upstairs. You know, so there's, if only 
half to two thirds of the people are playing in tournaments. Um, yeah, I can see those other people occupying those other spaces. Sure, and kind Just of hanging out, hanging out. So, I'm looking forward to watching some 40k again. <laughs> see how I feel about that kill team idea. Right? Yeah, yeah. Nickel's doing the kill team. What day is that? Friday night. Oh no, shit. So That's you cool. can see. I don't know if there's different points or if there's a kill team. I feel like there's like a kill team set of rules that there exists, is. like a box set. Or I did some Googling, and there is a box set on that, but I didn't want to buy it and commit like that because I don't want any more shit sitting around my house. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. G-Dubs is kind of, in some aspects, kind of copying like the cool mini or not or like the board game kind of yeah Kickstarter trend mm-hmm. where any board game that has lots of minis does really well. Turns out. Regardless of whether people actually play the game or not. You see they got a uh, Sanctum Reach Warhammer 40K turn-based video game coming out, which seems to be just like the what the tabletop game is. I, I don't know what Sanctum Reach is. It's just, that's just the, the name of the game, but it's going to be like Space Wolves versus Orcs, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it actually came out two days ago, but I was... I was playing Civilization Six, and I was like, "Oh god!" So it's cool to see them like branching out and doing cool shit, and the whole Warhammer Live thing seems pretty awesome. I watched some of the free content. Ah, I don't cool. Sit around and watch shit, so I didn't want to. I'm not going to pay for something I'm not going to watch. It's, mm-hmm. But it's maybe I'll wait till they get some archives built up and then pay so I can consume. Consume. When I run out of audiobooks, except that I keep getting shit from the library and then ripping it, and then it goes in the folder for next for next time I need something. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, so it's nice. I'm fucking. So, uh, what audiobook are you on right now? I'm gonna talk about a regular book. Regular book. Yeah. What is this? So I got two books. I was. I bet I fucking whatever I finished reading before that I reviewed, <laughs> which is part of the enemy and stuff. I'm waiting on the next enemy and book to come from the library, which better uh, come before vacation. That'll but... be the final. Yeah, well, final number, of the number four. four. Yeah, so I'm really stoked on that. So in the meantime... It's a tearjerker, man. I picked up Vampire of the Mist, which is a Ravenloft book. How are we, how are we doing there? I got about halfway through. Is that like I an just, 80s? 80s, yeah, 90s? Yes, yeah. It's that era. The So I read I Strahd, because I owned it, and it's a Ravenloft book, and it was fucking awesome. And I'm like, well, I'll just keep up with this Ravenloft shit, because... Vampire of the Mist is the next fucking book in that series. So I got about halfway through. I just couldn't read anymore. It was so bad. <laughs> I think it's the same author, too. I was just really disappointed. So don't ever buy... If you own Vampire of the Mist, just donate it to the fucking Goodwill. <laughs> don't keep that piece of garbage. That's where mine's in the donate box. No, I don't want it. It's fucking trash to me. I could, if I can't finish a book, I'm just like, ugh. Then, yeah. yeah. And then, so I got Graham Hancock did has a new book that came out called Magicians of the Gods. And I, once upon a time, I read Fingerprints of the Gods, uh-huh. and I fucking thought it was awesome. I still rate that one of the best books I've read. And so I thought, oh, fuck, Magicians of the God, like he's continuing the trend here. And yeah, baby. Wasn't as good. <laughs> really? I got through the whole thing, There's, but there's a real fucking slow spot there. And you can kind of tell, like, he's probably just sick of being picked on and called a fucking conspiracy theorist and all that. But mm-hmm. you know, he kind of harps on the establishment does he accept the flat earth john no 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 thank god or i would have just thrown the book away i got it from the library and just threw it in the trash because it would have been flat earthers trash (laughs) talking to him (laughs) so i don't know i guess if you're really into that kind of shit it's 50 50 on whether it's worth a read or not like i i don't i would have passed if i would have known where it went like it just wasn't that good compared Mm -hmm. to fingerprints of the gods so are there any other of the gods 
series? No. No, he doesn't have any other ones. Yeah, like it's always kind named of in that interesting thread. when a sequel to something comes out like 20 or 30 years later. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you have to like question what's going on here. Yeah, he keeps hitting back on that. And he's done a couple other books, which are older, so I've considered picking them up. But I don't know. This one was a real stinker. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> it's It's interesting, and you get some good history out of it, but there, it's always tinged with this. His theories, <laughs> which may or may not be legit, and harping on like the established archaeological belief that he doesn't believe. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't recommend it. So both Vampire of the Mist and Magicians of the Gods, two stinkers. <laughs> Just avoid them both. Two stinks now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got nothing good. But once that next book comes for Endmian. If it holds true to the other three, I have a fucking book boner over that already. Yeah. So they're good. I think I think each one is slightly less good than the one before it. Oh, yeah. But they start the first one so amazing. Yeah. That the last one is still amazing too. <laughs> right? you, like the ending of the first one, you can see there's like no way yeah. he could wrap it up, you know, as perfectly as the way that first book wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. What uh, what have you been listening to or, or reading? Um, haven't been listening to too much. We actually, our latest book club book for the Me and Kelly book club. Well, that's still going doing on. Doing a straight out <laughs> fantasy novel. What? So I try to pick kind of like a, what I thought maybe more like a chick type book. It's called Uprooted by Na- Naomi Navik. Maybe more young adult to appeal to the no, general audience. No, not, not really. Okay. Maybe I could have done that. Up I'll keep that in mind next time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this one, it's pretty cool. It's kind of, it's just like a fantasy, kind of a medieval thing. But it's set in more of like the Eastern fairy tale, folktale type things going on. Okay. So they're all kind of Russian and Polish names. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a big, like they're fighting against the wild, okay. which is kind of, reminds me of the Red Knight book, which was also like, medieval dudes just like fighting the forces of nature but um this one's a little more sinister but it's pretty cool there's like 10 sure. foot dryads uh-huh. and like these like 20 foot tall like praying mantises that can like shape sh- uh change color and stuff like that it's pretty cool sweet but uh the one thing that's kind of refreshing about it is the magic is like completely there's like no rules to it it's kind of like how magic used to be in books there's been a trend Lately, were you know with Mistborn and everything else, where magic has rules to everything, and you learn the rules, and all the new fantasy novels have magic systems and stuff like that. Where this is kind of refreshing, where it's just like kind of high fantasy, and like you can't really question it too much. Like you can just create spells that'll just give you a set of fancy clothing, (laughs) nice, you know, out of thin air. That's what I need, and stuff like that, and then. You can give that clothing away and stuff, so you can't think about too hard. You're like, well, how does the economy work if these wizards can so easily create <laughs> like high level clothing? You know, what else can they do? But he tries to address it a little bit because they have like these like ensorcelled cannonballs and stuff like that, where yeah. they take like a decade to make them. Uh, but uh, apparently, just high high end garments you can create instantly, <laughs> with, uh, no effect. So yeah, there's like no kind of rules to it. It's kind of more like a fairy tale. Type, sure. type magic setting so that, that that's something I, I really enjoyed about it um, so I was getting kind of sick of all the rules systems it's just nice to read something different yeah so it's a decent one Kelly I'm not sure she 
She hasn't finished it yet. I finished it and then read a couple of her other books <laughs> since, which are pretty good. Um, so we'll, we'll see mm. uh, right. how it goes for Callie. But I'd be curious to hear her assessment on that. Yeah, it's pretty fantastical. The description of magic and stuff it gets into like metaphors. Yeah, and, like you know, describing magic like you're on a beach and like the wind is blowing and stuff. But you're inside a tower. I don't know. Anyways, what are you? You been obsessing about anything? Oh yeah, so I'm still obsessing about a Song of Ice and Fire, the audiobooks. Oh yeah, which is one of the number one reasons I still paint and sculpt every single day. <laughs> yeah, it's nice when you can have a book that you want to read or li- or listen to. Yeah, and then you're like, well, you just suppose I should just do something with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> Although not always. <laughs> yeah, there's times sometimes I'm just you just listen to it. Yeah, you're staring <laughs> at the fucking wall. <laughs> but I try to always be doing something. But either way, like, I'm, so I'm on book three now, and it's. I just started not too long ago. It's fucking super, super good, though. It's Storm of Swords. A Storm of Swords. It's a little frustrating, though, because you're kind of listening to all this shit, and you're like, like who fucking cares? Like, okay, so Rob comes back from oh, the you West. Know, you know where it's going. Rob comes back from the West. He's broken ties with the phrase. He's married Jane Westerling. So he's broken his oath, and he's and he's trying to figure out how to like make amends, and then... His ma, Catelyn, is like, well, maybe I can offer my, you know, she's like, well, he needs someone to marry, so maybe I can offer myself up to marry him or one of his offspring. And mm-hmm. But you're like, who fucking cares? Like, I know where this is going. They're all going to fucking die. It's the journey, John. Yeah, they're all going to fucking die. It's not the destination. And then you got Arya, like, traveling across the country. She finally runs into the king's men, and then... Oh, yeah. One thing, going back, you realize is there's more Arya chapters than any other... And she is, like, all over the place. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's cool and interesting. She's hanging out with Gendry and Hot Pie. And Hot Pie. <laughs> Hot Pie. She finally gets caught by the, the king's men. And then Harlan, who is one of her dad's men, is with them. And she kind of freaks out, like, holy shit, there's somebody I actually recognize. And then she confesses who she is. And But you're like, who fucking cares? Like, I know she's there at the Red Wedding. And it all falls apart. And she ends up on the run again. So it's a little frustrating in that regard. But if you just stay in the moment in the story, it's I'm enthralled still. So, uh-huh. and I, he did come out with a release saying he's gonna try and have the book was supposed to be done by March, but he's pushed that yeah, off. He again. tweeted he's, the like March 2017 or he's pushed right? that off again now oh, since. Boy. But he has said, I think he said September now. But he does this every year. <laughs> he's gotta be feeling the pressure. Like it sounds like he's got himself shut up last now. March, shut, shut away last January, yeah. then yeah. last November, then last July. So it's been for... the same thing. But it sounds like he's got himself shut away, and he's working on yeah, it. I think a lot of people are riding. Yeah, well, I think just for him, like yeah. he has to. Like it's got to be terrible. Yeah. to know <laughs> that how can you the, like focus? The show's work? gonna end. Yeah, and before the... you were able to wrap it. Yeah, yeah. How, but like, how can you even focus when you got like millions of people on your ass? So it's it's probably pretty frustrating, and I follow his blog. Like he's always blogging dark sports the, shit. The Patriots, and, yeah. <clears throat> or I think he's an Eagles fan. He goes to a lot or of the like, Jets. No, he's a, yeah, New York. I yeah, think, yeah, to the Jets. Jets would be right. Uh, but he goes to a lot of like awards ceremonies for the show and shit like that. So like you see him dressed up all nice. And, yeah, it's got to be tough because like you he's literally probably every weekend. Yeah. Someone will have an all-expense-paid trip somewhere where people just go and tell you how much they like you. And like, it's going to be tough to turn down. <laughs> Back when we interviewed him, like people, it had been years since the previous book had come out. People were wondering then when his next book was going to come out. Yeah, I think. So 
when was Dance of Dragons? I remember I was in like Portland for work when I came out. Uh, I want to say it was like 2010. But I wouldn't it be surprised. Either 10, 11, or 12. Right, yeah. um, so I don't know. Regardless, if you're really itching for that, though, I recommend you just get the audiobooks and start at the beginning and hope that by the time you get done, the next book comes out. And then you'll be completely refreshed on it, where everything is. Yeah. I'm trying to think. If I remember where we a lot of stuff left. I probably will have to go back. Yeah. At least redo the fifth one. Because I already went back on the other ones twice. Yeah. So I, th- this is, I think I got a solid base. It's my yeah. third time through. It'll be my third time through all of them. <laughs> but, like, it's crazy enjoyable again. So. Uh-huh. Um, I was looking for a Game of Thrones video game. It sounds like yeah, the best one out there is a mod for Crusader 2. Yeah, I think I've maybe seen like a mod game. But there was a mod for Civilization 5, which was pretty good. But in the end, it was, like it, you could be Mance Raider starting the north, and you'd get mammoths and shit like that. So it, mm-hmm. like it had all kinds of additions that were really cool. But, it, I mean, it was Civilization 5. So, mm-hmm. so. Interesting. So no, there weren't any like proprietary game of thrones games that that look good there's a role-playing one but it looks really dicky like so something happens that must have happened in the show or the book and then it stops and asks you a question like there's a confrontation (laughs) and a trivia game there's a confrontation and you're a knight and you can help one of these two people that are going to get killed or that's trying to kill someone you can save them or kill them essentially and you pick what you want it's role-playing like that really boring lame (laughs) role-playing so you select what you do and then it just goes on and does what it does, and like it does, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure book. It seems really like okay, yeah, not I think fun. I've seen that. Those, those are actually kind of a popular genre of games. I did I've not know that, from, like Walking Dead and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I had no idea, nor do I have any interest. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, I was a little like, eh, don't buy that. But that's what got me looking. There's a really fucking awesome. I think it's Death Watch. There's a real awesome 40k. Graphics wise, 40k Space Hulk game that looks fucking amazing. First person shooter, super awesome graphics, but the reviews are pretty mixed on how the controls and the story. Uh, I think are. I saw previews for that. But it's not like Gav Thorpe wrote the oh Gav Thorpe the campaigns and stuff. So like they got legit GW dudes involved that write stories for a living, and like the game looks amazing. I just can't pull the trigger. Pull the trigger, John. Be the official point hammered. More hammer. Game reviewer. Game review. You started. <laughs> and I total war. Yeah, I I got through that well enough. The I think the Warhammer Total War was too one dimensional. I think if I bought just like the Rome one or something, it would be funner. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. It it also mm-hmm. seems like in terms of building your cities in that game versus Civ, you're real limited. You can only do so much, and you're always going to do everything regardless. Or at yeah, least as many slots they really as you streamlined have. it over the years. Yeah, so that was kind of the turn or one of the turnoffs for that. Plus, if you just walk around with three banners, full armies, you just beat everybody's ass everywhere, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, one thing in the historical ones, which didn't sound like you could really do it, but when you take over the cities in the historical, they become yours. Yeah, that like happens. You can, okay. Well, it depends which faction. Some factions yeah. can't control. So I can't cities. see like orcs controlling human cities and producing. Orcs can take over, like, dwarf holds and uh, human cities. I think you can take over human cities as orcs. And vampires can take over human cities, but I don't think they can can take dwarf holds. But if you're, like, chaos, you just raise everything and, Mm -hmm. like, you leave 
fucking totems and you get chaos power from it every turn but chaos power <laughs> yeah all right we're a bit off track here we're we're, we're the fuck we're talking about warhammer what are you dude? obsessing about dude not too we much get through that i really haven't no. watched anything on tv for several weeks mm. as the pack of prep kicks into the air i did see rogue one it was fucking cool oh yeah i go see that that's badass we got free movie tickets i don't know if my old lady would sit through a sci-fi movie or not but this is a good movie. Yeah. Star Wars is always barely sci-fi. <laughs> but uh, before you go, make sure you have a copy of the uh, first Star Wars, like a DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, sitting. Because you're going to want to watch it immediately when you leave the theater. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it's really cool. It picks right up where I left off. So, like, what was movie four, but chronologically was number one in the six yeah, movies? Yeah, so okay. I do hope. Okay. Um, hmm. I've heard multiple people say that to me, and then <laughs> when we went to see it, I wanted to do that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Yeah, there's some janky stuff in there. There's a couple of CG characters. Yeah. So, like, Tarkin, the old guy from the first one, is in. He's, like, computer-generated. <laughs> but it's pretty good. Kelly didn't know, and... I tried to describe afterwards which character it was. She didn't. She didn't know. So, <laughs> like if you don't know, apparently it's pretty good. Which raises, I'm kind of curious because um, there's like a CG Leia at the end, mm. and it's only for a couple seconds. But like you know, it's not Leia, so it's kind of <laughs> disconcerting. Yeah. But for Tarkin, I knew it was. I knew it wasn't him, so I could tell. But Kelly had no idea, and she couldn't tell at all. Huh. So I wonder. So he looks like a fucking real dude the whole time. Yeah, I I don't think it's perfect. I could tell, but Kelly. Yeah. You know, you, if you don't is. suspect, it raises I don't know raises some interesting points. <laughs> Whether if you know something is fake, will it ever be good enough that <laughs> if you already know it's fake, yeah. You know, I don't know, but it's like the real doll it. quandary, dude. Yeah, the real doll man. <laughs> I want to get that Tarkin real doll, <laughs> nice and wrinkly. But that movie's. F- fucking cool oh yeah shit interesting explains a lot of stuff about the first movie that you never thought you wanted answered but (laughs) it does it's fucking cool cool that's it you got some tunes for us buddy yeah i do got some tunes we're gonna lay on us here i'm listening to uh some solid carrick angron here lately Mm. once again kind of atmospheric black metal (laughs) this one is off the where the corpses sink forever album Kind of like a World War II okay. kind of concept. This one is lingering in a imprint haunting.
of this infernal reality Staring at shrapnel and bullets with an incomplete journey What suicide? Where is my mind? I'm sorted by a horrible screaming from behind Blowing me to a spot where a friend of my platoon Walked into an ambush, he's Alright, so who is that band? Karek Angren. Alright. Nothing to do with dwarves. <laughs> I was going to ask that. C-A-R-A-C-H. Gotcha. I guess it could be Karach, but... <laughs> could be Crotch. I don't know what it's spoken. Is it Celtic, maybe? Yeah, it does have a real Celtic vibe, yeah, Gaelic vibe to it there. They're uh, they're like a Dutch, mm. Dutch band. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we've got some uh, Point Hammer history here, John. No, I don't really have any point hammered history today, but I come do want to talk a little on, bit about Come on, man. About my list that I came up with for AOS here. Okay. So, list building? I don't know, it's kind of weird. It sounds too much like actual Warhammer content. Like AOS content? I think we got to skip. <laughs> All right, fuck it. We no. won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I got I got fucking ogres here, and the tyrant seems like a real fucking beat stick, so I put him in. And then I took a butcher. The number one reason I take a butcher, this is 2,500 points, by the way. But yeah. The only reason I take a butcher is saw, saw what Goki did? Yeah, he's got that one <laughs> fucking spell. And I fucking saw it kill a cast lord one time after it hit him like eight turns in the same fucking, eight times in the same term. So that's the only reason I throw a butcher in there. <laughs> but he can also uh, break spells, whatever they call it these yeah. days. But so, And then you need battle line. You need to have... Four battle lines for 2,500 points. So the only battle line unit in the Ogors is the straight-up Ogors. Just the, the bulls? That What was once, once bulls? What was once bulls. So I got four units of three of them. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like some min-maxing. Is that all of them? Four is that units all you own? I'm not even sure I own that many, but I can fudge it. <laughs> you only have to deploy three. Uh-huh. So um, if I throw the standards and the champs and the mm-hmm. musicians in there, I do have them. So... And I got a unit of nine iron guts because those guys drive last, me nuts. Last time I played, those guys were pretty badass. Yeah, they were just they're fucking thumping everything they came in contact with. I don't. I think that's a pretty small unit. Plus, I'll probably only ever deploy like six of them, given that you can only deploy two thousand points at a pop. I got three man eaters. I really would have liked to do six man eaters. So you got because I have four painted, but you got to take everything in groups of three for mm-hmm. the man eaters. That's two hundred twenty points for a group of three. I could take four, but I'd have to pay yeah, for a full another six. three. Yeah. yeah, so f that idea. And then I got just simplifies it, man. Yeah, it's so easy. But the, with the ogres, and maybe it's like this for every army, but it kind of makes it hard to make a, a list come out to like twenty five hundred points. Mine is only twenty four sixty. So I got an iron blaster just for some ranged shit. Wish I had some lead belchers done. I was thinking about calling the man eaters lead belchers because I got the crossbows. Mm-hmm. So I might, yeah, go for it. I might rename them motherfuckers. But and then I got four gorgers because the gorgers were pretty badass in some of my practice games. So I just loaded up on the gorgers. I got four more fangs. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I don't know what All to right. expect. That's every. It's like everything you got, right? Um, you're leaving the saber tusk out. I got the ale guzzler gargant. I could play, aka the giant. I could play uh, him. I got Stompy. I got the fire belly. Yeah, old Stompy. <laughs> <laughs> I have the fire belly. I could play him. Uh, there's a. I got the saber tusks. I, I have a handful of other things, mm-hmm. but mm, I don't know. 
it's kind of difficult when you have no idea. Am I just going to go into this and get schmucked? Is mm-hmm. this going to be? Will I stand any chance? Is it? Is it going to be more rock paper scissors in AOS, or is it going to be? Because Infinity has that feel like you could do all right with whatever you got. Because mm-hmm. I played one of the test forces. I think it was Ju Ching, Ju Jing, Yu Jing, Yu Jing, and then I played some Aleph, and it, either one felt like you know, feel like okay, I have some tools here, and I can probably accomplish what i need to do but i don't know if aos can be the same um yeah i guess we'll guess we'll see last i looked infinity you can't win by popping models down on the board there isn't a list that will just right kill the other you still have to play it out (laughs) so i don't know they haven't released the scenarios last thing i saw sounds like for aos you really have to play to the scenario yeah i think that's what makes it compelling and fun yeah from what i've heard from multiple sources which I feel like eighth edition was just a lot of smash them up. Yeah, and just the way the whole the whole game is set up with the way movement works with units and stuff. Yeah, like you can't really. I mean, it's like a mass you battle. Can't it's a mass someone. battle game, and when you add like maneuver based objectives and stuff, it's not gonna. It can't be easily uh, applied across the board for every army to be right. able to fully compete in that aspect of the game where. AOS, everything moves kind of similar, and it can 360 any direction, you know, so, so we'll I see. it's a lot easier. I'm, I almost ordered all the bases I needed to rebase the entire Beastman army. Almost. I didn't order them, because I was like, mm. There's an open cart right now. Yeah. I'm just waiting. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It feels like a lot of, like I'm committing there. I don't know what I'm ever going to do with those models anyways, so... I doubt I'll play Ninth Age. I doubt I'll do Kings of War or whatever else you would use square bases for at this point. And it sounds mm-hmm. like like Holy Wars, they don't allow square bases anymore. So the tournaments have shifted in that regard. At least this one has. But I like that. You know, make people put in some fucking effort and show they give a shit. So I think that's a good play if you're focusing on AOS. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The Beastmen just seem like the fucking whipping boys. If you listen to like a... <laughs> if you read through the fluff, they're always just the guys that are there to get run over. They're the generic... It's either them or orcs and gabos <laughs> yeah. just getting mowed down. Well, at least no like, gonna they question. got a new book at least, and they got you know some new toys and tools. And but the beastmen just get there were like so they released Zangors, but I think that's a forty k uh, thing. No, nah, it's fantasy too. Okay, there's, I heard there's it came with scrolls screws. for yeah. I don't yeah. The yeah, models look they pretty come with fucking awesome. Screws. So I kind of got my beastman juices flowing but if that feels like a step backwards to me rather than a step forward at this well point they're so different from what you have too it'd yeah. be like starting a new army because they don't look anything similar i could paint them a, similar i mean they i don't think they're terribly dissimilar you put them next to a gore i mean i think they have a vibe I've, you don't think so i've seen them in person they don't oh yeah they're not I have not yeah i just look at pictures <laughs> they don't look anything they cover it with jewels and little armor plates and stuff they look closer to like chaos mortal faction you know yeah like a mutated armor plated guy versus just a naked beast bro yeah all muscly hanging out <laughs> that was my one of my motivations because if i skills if i round base all the beastmen, i have a good amount of cast warrior shit that i could wrap up and then i could work some fucking chaos faction shit yeah i think you just work towards a just like overall chaos yeah feel. so uh, I, I could be close to doing that um but we'll see I got to get a feel for it. So it's real yeah, fun you to have think to about. let me know and kind of figure out, can, like, in those tournaments and stuff, is it, 
can you like just take whatever stuff you want or do you have to like play towards the battalions like if you don't want to uh, if you want to yeah. be competitive so you have to yeah bring me back the scuttlebutt on that yeah i'll do some when, when i'll you, do some watching on who's doing well and who's doing shitty yeah i remember the last holy wars i attended though it was like deep in the heart of the end times <laughs> So everybody yeah. had like the super can't kill me characters and like, yeah, I played Carl Franz. Yeah, Franz everybody else. The big undead fucker. Oh, and the big dark elf fucking guy, Ma- Malekith, whatever his name was. I don't. Know. The guy in the dragon, like. So it was kind of a joke at that point. Like eighth edition was meh for me at that point. Anyways, mm-hmm. I don't know. Remember yeah. when new editions would come out in the past and they. Like the whole field would be leveled and everybody would be real wussy again. Yeah, it's happened a few times. I was just looking through my Ravening Hordes book when I was throwing shit away in the basement. It's like, man, nice little reset, make everybody pussy again, and then <laughs> kind of build it up for a few years would be nice because, I don't know. <laughs> Everything's yeah. so over the top, it seems like. There's too many, too much going on. Yeah, it it just feels overwhelming. New coming out. It feels it like out, a man. lot to figure out at this point. I think that's part of the issue, man. So I'm just going to jump in with, John, this, with what I got. hitting 40. Are you hitting 40? How old are you? I'll be 40 this year. Brains. Thanks. Just must, might be that brain slowing down, man. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> Too much fucking booze poured in there. <laughs> Pickled that motherfucker. Pap. You got like a permanent Pabst blood content of like a .02 or something. <laughs> I got Pabst in the fridge, but it sat outside and froze a few times. And I was like, ah, this pads probably should be in the fridge, not outside, mm-hmm. when it was like 10 below. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. There was cans that were had exploded. This, but can, this can's sticky. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in the fridge. I've been slowly drinking it, but it's a little skunky. Mm-hmm. It, feels, it feels like a waste to throw it away when I once in a while want There is pack. supposed to be something. Are you not supposed to drink it once it freezes? I think I've heard that. Yeah, I don't know. You're alive so far? Yeah. How's the uh, gaseous activity? Any additional? Yeah, no issues. No, nothing beyond the norm. <laughs> Not like point special level? <laughs> no. Yeah, you know that. Or Point special or like any kind of wheat beer like Spotted Cow. That just makes for a bad situation. going to tear you yeah. up. But Pubbers, yeah, I'm, I got a gut of, gut of iron, mm-hmm. uh, of yeah, aluminum. Iron. It's, like a, it's like a Pabst can. Mm-hmm. Bring so. it back to Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What do you got for a podcast, dude? Yeah, this one, pretty good. Is the it's called the Sincast? Mm. Somebody recommended it to me one time. It's by Cinema Sins, which I'm not sure what that is, but <laughs> they have the Sincast. It's a movie based cast, and um, what I like about it is they've been doing this thing where for they pick a year like 1988 or something, and then they talk about all the good movies from that year. <laughs> so I don't know if you're like me, but. It's like impossible to find good movies on like Netflix or any of those streaming services. They're all TV shows now. And then like the Redbox shit is just stuff that has come out recently. Right. So there's like all these like, and usually they're shitty anyways. (laughs) So um, it's really nice. I have like a huge list now of like 50 movies that I've never seen before, but these like movie critics rate them super highly. And like, I've never heard of them before. Um, So, I don't listen to it steadily, but it's a good source for finding actually entertaining movies. So we've gone through probably like five or ten of them. Sweet. They've all been like good movies. You know, you know, like Warhammer, whatever, sci-fi. You know, my bent towards fantasy, sci-fi. Like I've seen everything. So like trying to pick some other 
like a Denzel Washington movie. Or, <laughs> you know, I, like I have no shit. idea. Nothing appeals to me, even yeah. though they're perfectly fine movies. So um, just listening t- to these these yearly movie reviews have been super super helpful for finding actually quality movies to watch so is it more obscure stuff or is it stuff that if you were alive in that no if you were alive like to go over like the nominees and stuff but like a lot of it is you know from the 80s and 90s and yeah you know i was a kid like i wasn't gonna watch these you know because i just watched you know i've seen like every fantasy and sci-fi movie (laughs) but you know just normal everyday movies which are perfectly fine yeah like I haven't seen, you know, I've heard of all these titles, but you know, I have no idea if they're good or not. Right. So, um, yeah, I recommend the syncast. Like if, and that sounds pretty good. Yeah. You listen to probably two or three episodes and then you just write down every movie that they recommend that you haven't heard of. You probably have a list of like 20 movies. So, set. so I don't like listen to it like every week, Yeah. but, um, yeah, I'll probably, they're doing like every year, at least back to like the seventies or something. So presumably there's going to be like 500 movies uh, recommended by oh the Jesus. end of that. But they do do uh, one-off reviews and stuff. So they have like a Rogue One episode and they'll talk about horror movies. Sure. That's kind of weird to think about because like, so like these guys, their hobby is just like movies. Watching movies, dude. Yeah. So like we like do painting and stuff, you know, we're slaving away, you know, doing our hobby and they're. Yeah, we're just watching movies, man. Just picking up all the latest movies, going to movie forums, oh, Jesus. reading about movies, and looking for some movie downloads. <laughs> hard to find. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to think about. Yeah, what? Uh, I don't know. Like seems, move, I'd say it feels like seems a lot like of a, sitting around, but what yeah, do you do? <laughs> being incredibly unproductive. But yeah. I guess if you have a podcast and stuff, you need a certain slant to do that. I guess you need a certain slant to do this too, right? Like, mm-hmm. Some people just like to sit and not do shit and zone out. Yeah. Uh, those people like to watch sports. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, are we done? Now we got a useful hobby product. Useful so hobby project. Working on this Eldar bastard and the Yorktonian that I'm trying to start painting here. I keep running into this issue where it's just like a free-floating bit. Like I have an arm and I mm-hmm. need to paint an arm, but I don't want to be fingering an arm the whole time because the fucking paint's going to rub off yeah. the motherfucker. So be fingering your butt. <laughs> I do that too. So... Trying to come up with some kind of, and I'm just going to toss this out there, but the only thing I've really come up with that kind of works is toothpicks. <laughs> like, so I, like I got this fucking Eldar, this Wraith Lord's arm, and it's got like a little socket where it fits on. Mm-hmm. So I just drill down into the arm, jam a toothpick down in there, and then that's pretty much what I'm trying to use to paint it here. Uh, but it, you know, like I don't want to glue it in there super hard. I'm never going to get out. Yeah. So you might use. Many people have recommended to me, including Sam, the, the pro painter guy we've been hanging out with. He uh, attaches everything to cork. Like so, wine corks? Uh, yeah. Yeah. S- similar or just like a big hunk. I think yeah. he has these big like square corks. So you're yeah, like gripping like a baseball or... almost when sure. you're painting it. So you just get a bunch of those and then you use like needles or pins or something? Yeah, you kind of pin yeah. everything. So for like... Infinity models, which are doing like a lot of resin bases and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you paint them separately, but you have the pins yeah. ready to go. Ready to go. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So then your pins that will go into the cork base just go into the, I mean, will go into the resin base, just go into the cork. That's not a bad idea. They're like the Orctonian guy, he's a rider, so he's an orc bore rider, and he's just free floating. And I, like, I can't even find it because he's. Yeah, they no think definitely you, you need. Drill him and pin him at this point. Like, just the, the dick. 
it's but it's visible because he's like leaning forward. So if you're looking at him from behind, if like if he was nude, you'd see his fucking nuts and dick hanging down. Like it's mm-hmm. it's. I don't Said know. he just got a gaping hole. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the drill, drill him in the butthole. There's got to be a good solution to this. If anybody knows of anything or sees anything, I could use a little bit of advice on how do you, do you, you could almost just paint them on the bore, except that like if the bore is painted, you're going to be getting paint on the bore. But you think there's spots of them you just don't need to paint because it'll never be visible, which you would paint if you was pinned to something else. So you got to kind of be conscious of that when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. If anybody has a good solution to this issue, specific to some of the things I talked about, like painting the arms to a big model, and maybe most people just build a Wraith Lord and fucking paint it, not try and break it apart into chunks. Like I got the loincloth, which attaches in two tiny spots to the side of the crotch and hangs down. Uh, how am I going to fucking paint this thing without fucking <laughs> rubbing the paint off right after I did? So it's a... Yeah, I don't know. I think my ass with airbrushing, it. it's becoming much more common to paint paint it in pieces. Yeah, versus so, assembling it all together. Yeah, I'm gonna do a little research. My my preference. If you could find like work in progress shots from like Wapple and Geraldes and those fellas, you'd probably come up with some. I could probably come up with some good ideas. So far, like the toothpicks is pretty much my go to default tool for anything I need. So I like it. You, I'll. I need something to fancy up a base. So let's break a couple toothpicks and kind of cut them up and put them on the base. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. paint them to look like something. <laughs> but, all right. Anyway. Okay. That's it. Click through the support page. Wet these fucking beaks. Beaks. Oh, we still got like a $16 payment, so that almost covers a month of fucking web hosting. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good deal. People need to start fucking wetting the beaks. It's beaks. It's parched. They're cracky. <laughs> <laughs> scraping off getting a little flaky <laughs> yeah they're, it's winter they're wind chapped <laughs> they need to be wetted <laughs> uh, i think we're done man you got anything else yeah nah. see your ass in packet dude yeah, hopefully we'll see you motherfuckers suck my balls my bees we'll kick it out more carrick angren it's funerary dirge of the violins. Yes.
Sickening war and its murdering puppets. 